Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. The Bible frequently uses physical health or sickness as an analogy to help us understand spiritual health or sickness. So take a second to assess your physical health. If someone asked you for a report on how healthy you are right now, what would you say? Now answer the same question about your spiritual health. What parts of your spiritual life are strong, growing, hitting on all cylinders, and what parts are unhealthy? God wants to give you all kinds of blessings, but especially physical healing and health. There's something special about that because that's what God has chosen to illustrate spiritual restoration. God wants it to happen, and he wants it to happen through the ministry of the elders of the church. Calvin, John Calvin said, this is, the, this is part of the apostolic era. This, this whole passage doesn't apply to us. It's, it's in the past. I don't buy that because he doesn't say call the apostles or you know, the people working miracles or anything. He says call the elders. This is something for the church, ongoing ordinance for the church. The elders of the church. Now turn to Ezekiel 34. Because I asked a question earlier about why elders and not doctors? Or somebody with a gift of healing or something. Because if it's just a matter of physical health, if that's the issue, uh, doctors would make perfect sense. Just bring in a doctor. Get, get Luke, not Peter. Right? Get a doctor. But, but if it's spiritual healing and restoration that's involved, and the physical healing is just a picture of that, then it makes perfect sense for them for the pastors to be the one because spiritual care is a major part of an elder's job description caring for an individual sheep that's in trouble and i see i get that from ezekiel 34 ezekiel 34 is a chapter where god rebukes the pastors of ezekiel's day for not doing their job and so this is where we find out what their job is supposed to be and so look at verse 1 ezekiel 34 verse 1 The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the pastors of Israel. Uh, Your Bible probably says shepherds. Anytime you see the word shepherd in the Bible, um, it's it's the exact same word as pastor. Greek, Hebrew, Old Testament, New Testament, it's the same. Um, It's always the same. It's just if it's talking about animals, it's a shepherd. If it's talking about people, it's a pastor. Here we're talking about people, so we're talking about pastors here. So these pastors weren't doing their job. They're getting rebuked by God. Why? What did they do wrong? Look at verse 4. Ezekiel 34, 4. You have not strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You have not brought back the strays or searched for the lost. That's what they did wrong. So you take all the negatives out of there and you get yourself a job description for a pastor. A pastor is a shepherd and a shepherd's job is to feed and protect and we do that through the teaching of the word and also to give special care to those who are weak and sick and injured who are straying or getting lost. Okay? That's a pastor's job. You say, well, what about everybody else? What about the people, the sheep that are doing just fine? They're not getting lost. They're not wandering. They're not sick. Um, what, who's going to minister to them? They minister to each other. That's what the body of Christ is, right? You minister to each other. You all encourage one another and care for one another and meet each other's needs. The pastors can't give individual attention to every single person in the church. That's an impossibility. We do that for each other. But when somebody gets especially broken down and is in need of special help, 
that's where the shepherds step in. Now, of course, the rest of the church should help the the broken too. Uh, They should follow the shepherd's lead and also help one another. But the shepherds, the elders, take the lead. You need help. Isn't it true that when you're sick, that's when you need the most help spiritually from someone else? When you're really sick, when you're really in a lot of pain, you're hurt really bad, isn't that when it's the hardest to read your Bible? It is for me. Isn't that when it's the hardest to focus on prayer? I mean, anything other than, God, help me, you know. Isn't, isn't that when it's, you find you miss out on fellowship because you can't make it to church, you're in, you're in the hospital, you're in your bed, and you can't make it to church, you miss out on fellowship, and then your, your spiritual life starts to go down. How many times have you heard about somebody who walked away from the faith because after a severe illness? In verse 13, James tells us, take every situation to God in prayer, right? If you're suffering, take it to God. If you're, if you're uh, happy, take that to God. Um, but if you're sick, that's hard to do. It's hard to go to God in prayer. When you're sick, you need help. You need someone else. When you, and when you're really broken down spiritually, when you're just really weak spiritually, you're depressed, you're discouraged, you're broken down, weary, spiritually weak, it's hard to pray and you need help. You need someone to come pray for you. So call the elders. Call the elders. And please notice that it's the responsibility of the sick person to call the elders. It doesn't say that the elders should keep track of everyone who's sick and go to them, go, go, go visit them. It's the responsibility of the sick person. You know, it amazes me how many times I hear people complain, oh, the elders never came visit me in the hospital. They never came to my house. They never did this. Never. And... They haven't done what this verse says to do and called the elders. I made the point that that you need to be willing to receive from others, you, not just to give but to receive. But you also, in order to do that, you need to ask. <laughs> Why do we just expect people to come and we just we don't ask for what we need? Ask. Humble yourself and just ask. And I think that's important. I think it's important for the sick person to be the one to call the elders for a, a few reasons, but one of them is this. It's because the ministry to the sick person, to bring about restoration, to physical healing and spiritual restoration, in order for that to work, the person, the sick person has to be receptive to that ministry. They have to be open. Um, even to the point, as we're going to see as we move on through this text, of confessing his sin. And, and there's some people that are not, they're not interested in that. They're sick, but they're not interested in uh, confessing their sins to the elders. They don't want the elders talking to them about spiritual things. They don't want to open up to them. They, 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 they're not ready to get back on track spiritually. And so they're, they're not open to that. And so going to them, ministering to them, isn't going to work. It's not going to do any good. The way the elders will know that you're going to be receptive to the ministry is if you call the elders. Right? So whatever reasons you think you might have for why you won't call the elders and why they should be the ones to take the initiative and not you, James is very clear here. It's, if you're sick, you call the elders. And that doesn't mean you have to call us every time you get a runny nose, you know, a uh, hangnail or something. Again, the, the, the picture here is of somebody who's bedridden, very possibly life-threatening problem. This is serious, uh, a serious illness. 
it's when you have a, an especially serious illness that it tends to cause spiritual problems, right? And, and that's when you call the elders. If you're handling it just fine, then and great. Um, but, but, you know, if, if it's starting to weaken your faith, if it's starting to chip away, it's, getting, it's keeping you from prayer, it's making you bitter, it's getting you angry, it's, it's, it's having a negative effect on you spiritually, that's when you really especially need to call the elders. And ask for help. And don't hesitate. Because when you're suffering, God wants you to look to him. King Asa. Uh, I mean, isn't it when you're suffering that you need spiritual guidance the most, right? King Asa got sick in Second Chronicles 16, 12. And it says, Even in his illness, he did not seek help from the Lord, but only from the doctors. He called the doctors, but not the pastors. And I I think that word even is instructive. It says a lot. It sounds like the Lord was doing some things to bring Asa to himself, and Asa wouldn't do it. And the Lord is drawing him, and Asa wouldn't do it. The Lord draws, and Asa resists. And so God finally makes him sick, and then says, even then, he still wouldn't. Seek help from God. Sickness, see, it's not just an object lesson to teach you about the ravages of sin on the soul. It's also, your illness and injury is also God's messenger to bring, to call you to himself. To seek healing. To seek soundness and life from God. And that's why very often... God grants healing through spiritual leaders who are designated as God's messengers so that it will be, it will be clear in, in, in seeking them out that you're seeking God, right? That you're looking to God for your help. Sometimes people have trouble getting comfort from God because God is invisible, right? You can't hear him, you can't see him, you can't touch him. And they want someone that they can touch and hear and feel. It's like the little kid that said, I want someone with skin on, right? You know, I, I, Jesus, he's, I, he's invisible. I mean, if Jesus is such a great shepherd of the sheep, why doesn't he provide comfort and help for me that is physical since I'm a physical being? And the answer is he has. He has. God gives us his love and cares for us through human shepherds that he's designated as his servants, as his agents that are, that, are, that are called to shepherd us, the pastors. So when he, when he says, uh, when you're in trouble, pray. When you're happy, pray. When you're sick, go to the elders. That's not a curveball. That's not a shift. That third one isn't different from the first two. It's still a going to God. It's still because you're going to the ones that God has ordained to be the ones to to minister his grace. God is just simply putting flesh and bone on his comfort and care for you. The existence of elders in the church is proof positive of God's love for you. It's how he wants to minister to you. So how would you assess your level of spiritual health? How is your energy level for spiritual things? Are you lacking in passion for the things of God? How strong is your faith? What happens to your trust in times of severe trouble? How about in the area of love? Love for God? 
love for others? Is your heart soft or hard? Do you have any spiritual diseases? Greed, lust, pride? What could you do in your daily routine to become more spiritually healthy? Father, help me make this diagnosis. You are the author of life and every form of wellness. Infuse your servant with life. Give me spiritual energy. Forgive me for being spiritually lethargic, lacking zeal and spiritual fervor. Make me passionate for your kingdom, for your church, your people, and the purposes of your heart. Fortify my faith. Make it strong and healthy so it doesn't falter when I need it most. Give depth to my love for you and for those you love. Soften the areas in my heart that have hardened or lost sensitivity. Heal me, Lord, from the spiritual diseases that plague me, the pride, selfishness, apathy, laziness, and all kinds of greed. Forgive me for voluntarily contracting those diseases, Lord. Have mercy on me and heal me. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.